Now, I want to talk about something really quickly before we jump into this trailer reaction. I want to bring up a word that I feel like I brought up a couple episodes ago when I think I was pretty much just expressing. I, I was just being transparent. You know, transparency is the word I want to talk about. I don't want to get into how, you know, in the context of what I was talking about. The word is transparency today, people brought to you by the letter T and um, transparency, like for me on this platform is very important. I feel like I can be as 200 percent honest with y'all as I possibly can. And there's going to be some people that disagree with a lot of the things I say. There's going to be a lot of people that agree. I'm cool with either outcome. Um, I, you know, I don't mind. I, I say this all the time. The world would be boring as shit if we all agreed on the same thing. So I'm cool with a healthy debate. I'm cool with an agree to disagree type of situation. That's cool. That's what that's what makes movie, uh, you know, movie conversations really interesting at times. Because what type of points can we make? What type of valid points can we make? What type of rebuttals can we have? You know, to talk to agree to disagree on certain things. Now. What I'm about to say here is probably going to seem a bit blasphemous to uh, a lot of fans out there of this particular person, but I, I have to say it. I am not the biggest Nicolas Cage fan in the world. I'm not. And that's not to say that Nicolas Cage isn't a great actor because he is. He's done some fantastic movies. Um, you know, we're talking face off. We're talking, uh, you know, Gone in 60 Seconds. Those are the, t the t first two movies I think of every time I think of Nicolas Cage. I do like, um, what's that movie? Uh, I think Brian De Palma directed it, and it's that dope-ass tracking, uh, Snake Eyes. I think it's, I want to say 8mm, no, it's Snake Eyes, um, where Nicolas Cage is that, that tracking shot is just the shit that dreams are made of, and he's like, go Tyler, go Tyler. Snake Eyes is a great fucking movie, man, and I love Nicolas Cage's performance in there. Um, but we're talking movies like that, but I, you know, I feel like for the last decade or so in Nicolas Cage's career, I feel like he's gotten to the point where he's just taken any old script and just accepting any old role. Sometimes maybe before he even reads the script, I don't know how his, you know, schedule works, but I just feel like he's just kind of taking anything that that's thrown at him or just any old fucking role that he wants and he's just running with it. Like, Nicolas Cage has done some really outlandish fucking movies for the last decade or so. Excuse me. And I don't know if I'm reaching here, but definitely for the last uh, few years. Um, you know, I did. A, I remember doing a trailer reaction for Pig. And I'm just like, like, come on now. Like, are we serious with this art house bullshit? Like, it's like a John Wick type of situation where he's like, where's my pig? I'll kill everybody you know. Like, I don't know how the movie turned out. I didn't watch it. Not going to watch it. I remember doing a trailer reaction that I never uploaded it. Um, I never uploaded it, it, it. I never uploaded it. The trailer for was it Jujitsu? It looked like a combination of G.I. Joe, Guyver, and some old other crazy fucking sci-fi kung fu shit. And Nicolas Cage is in that. You know, I remember seeing a trailer for Bangkok Dangerous, and I'm just like, I, I'm just not buying where this guy's career is is the direction that his career is headed. And I just don't know, man. I remember seeing, like, hearing about this and seeing a set photo of Nicolas Cage as as Dracula in this movie Ren Renfield that we're about to do this trailer reaction for. And I was like, like, when I posted, I'm like, are we, like, are we serious? Like, can we stop 
acting like everything Nicolas Cage is in is a fucking national treasure because it's not. Now, I have not seen Mandy. I have not seen Willie's Wonderland or uh, whatever it's called. I heard that was actually pretty entertaining. I would actually watch those two, but I'm not really going into them expecting much. Those are the movies that I'm just like, okay, they seem like they're hard themed, so I can get into that. As far as the other stuff he's been doing, I'm, I just haven't been a fan of it overall, man. I also, you know, speaking of his early days, I also have to go back and watch The Rock uh, with Nicolas Cage. I think he's in it and Sean Connery and a, I heard the supporting cast is amazing in that movie. So that's definitely on the watch list. But um, I don't know. And it was also, you know, I've got this documentary, uh, the, the, the Death of Superman Lives. And Tim Burton had casted, um, you know, Nicolas Cage back in the day. He was going to be Tim Burton's uh, Superman. And they spent millions of dollars into this pre-production and the movie never went into production in itself and that is a really heartbreaking documentary to watch because while i used to scoff at the idea like nicholas cage as superman that's some of the dumbest shit ever but then when you see the documentary and you see nicholas cage being fitted for the superman suit he's got the long hair then you see the concept art and what they were going to do with the set designs and they were going to introduce brainiac and they had certain cast uh, casting in mind Tim Burton was about to do something special, and I feel like, you know, there was a lot of people that didn't think Michael Keaton could pull off the role of, of Batman and Bruce Wayne, but it was amazing, and that's one of the reasons why people are excited to see him back in the role, but I feel like the more and more I watched that documentary, I warmed up to the idea of Nicolas Cage could have been a really great Superman, and I'm mad that we never got a chance to see that, so there are, oh, and uh, speaking of superhero movies, or anti-hero in this matter, Ghost Rider, I did, like, I feel like he was a bit miscast, but for him to be miscast as Johnny Blaze, he made it work, man, and he was not half-assing his way through those two Ghost Rider movies, now, people can say what they want about those movies, I know people don't like the second one, especially, um, by the crank directors but those movies Nicolas Cage is batshit crazy on those movies and I, I I can I can buy into that maybe not so much the movies the movie that's going on around him but him as the character of Johnny Blaze even for a miscast it's like it's something entertaining in that role that just draws me to it but I don't know this one here we got Renfield um the plot here is pretty simple it says Dracula's henchman and inmate at the lunatic asylum Oh, that's helpful. Uh, this is directed by Chris McKay, and that name sounds familiar. Is this any relation to Adam McKay? Isn't Adam McKay the Anchorman director? Um, this director did, he was editor on the Lego movie. He did Renfield. He directed the Lego Batman movie. That was actually really good. Um, he did The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. I'm not the biggest Chris Pratt fan, so I can't say that I saw that. Um, two weeks, one year, he directed Moral Orel titan maximum so safe to say I've, i haven't heard of the majority of this guy's work but um let's look at the cast here because we're already about to be seven minutes into this uh this uh intro nicholas holt i do like nicholas holt now warm bodies aside because i feel like that's one of the worst zombie properties ever um i liked him as beast i liked him a lot as hank mccoy i enjoyed him uh for, for the time he was in uh mad max uh he was he was in another movie and i can't put my finger on it right now but i do I do like Nicholas Holt as an actor. Aqua, Aqua Fina? I feel like she was in Jumanji. I think she was in Jumanji, um, the next level. I, I really want to say she was in that movie. Ben Schwartz, who I believe is the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. William Ragsdale? He's, uh, that's the guy from, uh, he's the main guy from Fright Night. So, okay, that's a gesture in itself. 
you got uh, Fright Night, which is a vampire movie. Alumni in another vampire movie starring Nicolas Cage. Cool. You got Caroline Williams, who plays Stretch in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um, rest of the cast here, I'm not sure. Maybe I've seen them somewhere. There's a guy here named Choppy Guletti. Gilietti? I don't know. Um, he looks like Tom Cruise in his IMDb picture. I don't know. But um, people, let's just jump into it. I don't really have, like, my expectations are pretty, like, I don't know what to expect. But um, we're definitely going to get into this trailer, man. Shout out to Universal Pictures UK. They dropped this 59 minutes ago. And this trailer's uh, 2 minutes and 27 seconds long. So let's see what Nicolas Cage is doing as Count Dracula, man. Uh, this is going to be another bonkers-ass movie that... Nicholas Cage is going to do. Maybe it's humor in here. Maybe it's horror. Who knows? But we're about to find out, people. Let's jump into this trailer reaction for Renfield. I will hit the play button in three, two, one. Sorry to Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. I think all of us have said that at one point in time. What brought you here? It's a dead body. Different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Martha! Oh, you feel like you could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Damn! What the fuck? Okay. Oh, uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? <laughs> Renfield. You got them piranha teeth. And I just want a normal life again. <laughs> He's like, I'm so tired of riling up potential corpses for this dude. Ew. That's actually how I glide in my dreams. I'm not going to hold y'all. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Stop talking. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No. No. Oh, he invited him in. Dumbass. He about to kill all these motherfuckers in this therapy session. Obviously, we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Mm, mm, mm. And they are all dinner. Yep, they have just become dinner. Um, I'll I'll say this. Uh, this off the rip gave me vibes of something along the lines of dare I say, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, where we take these, um, you know, these movie monsters who were taken so seriously back in the day, we inject a bunch of CG, we have some uh, choreographed fight sequences, we've got some blood, we've got some gore, but we've also 
got a balance of horror and humor that we're going to get throughout. So I made those comparisons because that is exactly what this seems like. I will also say I'm thinking this was going to be straight up Nicolas Cage in the forefront throughout this entire trailer. No, Nicolas Cage is hardly in the trailer front and center until the very end of it. And um, while he is playing Count Dracula, and while Count Dracula is the like a titular character that we expect to see in the forefront for the most part, Renfield, uh, I'm, I'm assuming is Nicholas Holt's character. I, he he's in the forefront. This is his movie. So to see Nicholas Cage as Count Dracula take a back seat to Nicholas Holt's character is pretty interesting. And um, he's not like a he's not what you're used to, you know, you, we're always used to seeing, you know, he is a flunky in a way, you know, Dracula damn near snaps his fingers and he wants, he, he wants something to eat. He's hungry. The only thing that he's not doing is ringing a, a, a fucking bell. Like he's sick for his food or his service. But when he wants something, Nicholas Holt's character has to go get it. And that's, that's the, the flunky part of it. He's just at his, you know, at his disposal, whenever, wherever, whatever. And we're used to seeing that type of sidekick character in these Dracula movies. Dracula will make somebody his ghoul. You know, we've seen it all the fucking time. Um, but this Nicholas Holt gets to do way more than just be a servant in here. And he gets to whoop ass a little bit. And I can appreciate that because it's like seeing him jump around and, you know, fuck those people up that ran in there with the guns and the masks and stuff. It's okay. It reminds me, okay, you did some wire work in here. And you did some wire work in the X-Men movie. So, I, as, I, like I said, I enjoyed him as Hank McCoy in those X-Men movies he was in. I think he was in he, he was in a First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. The way y'all rank those X-Men movies is up to y'all. Uh, but to see Nicholas Holt, like, back in action, you know, I'll take Nicholas Holt doing any type of, you know, genre piece as long as it's not a shuffling zombie that fucking falls in love and love cures all. And once you kiss me and love me, I have a heartbeat again and my skin discoloration is all of a sudden forgotten about and I don't want to eat human flesh anymore. I, I hate I hate warm bodies. I do. And no disrespect to Nicholas Holt. I know warm bodies. I think it was based off of a book. I, I like, um you know, Rob Corddry. No disrespect to the actress in that movie, but I, I hate I hate that goddamn movie. It's so fucking stupid. And then you had the CG zombies that were the bonies. Were they called the bonies? Somebody out there let me know, man. But I listen, it's this trailer is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not as bland and boring and just as stupid as I thought it was going to be. The concept Sure, it's silly, but it looks like this is something I could maybe, possibly, kind of, sort of, almost have fun with. And um, that's a good thing. That's a good sign, man. And I'm cool if Nicolas Cage takes a back seat and is not in the forefront of this movie. But I will also say, while I made those comments about Nicolas, and I, I stand on those comments, uh, you know, as far as him doing a lot of bullshit in the last several years of his career, um, I like that he's not taking this seriously. And there was somebody out there who called me out on it when I, I I posted a I reposted a picture of Nicolas Cage on set as Dracula in this movie when they were filming. And I posted it and I was just like, yeah, Nicolas Cage is Count Dracula. Yeah, I'm taking this bullshit seriously. Like I was just writing it off. And somebody like tried to check me on it. I mean they kind of did now that I see the trailer and they were like, you didn't expect this to be like serious for him to take this seriously, did you? And they kind of laughed at it and I was like, I I'm not gonna lie, I was like a little offended by it because it's like well what do you like, yeah, this, I did expect him to take it seriously, but Given the tone and the the two different tones we're going for to blend together and the, the balance they're trying to put together, 
he's not taking it seriously. He's having fun with it. And if he can have fun with it and they can have fun, you know, in the execution of this movie, then hopefully I can too. So let's watch it. Let's watch it one more again. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Martha! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. I love that. Like how that smoke just went inside that dude's body and he just exploded. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? That's like when you, you hit that cryptocrona kind of like... These motherfuckers thought they were remaking the town or something. Why would they just randomly run up in that bar like that? Ugh. <laughs> I love his his reaction when everybody's applauding him for saving their lives. He's kind of looking around like, okay, whatever. I used to work with people like that where they just are just that long-winded and just lively. You gotta say it like that. <laughs> He's just suspended in the air just like... You see me? His teeth look like if he bites you, you listen, this this going to sting. Like not hurt, but it's going to sting like a bitch. Um, you know what that scene reminded me of when he comes into that therapy session like that and everybody stares at him and then he just floats in the air. This character I'm about to compare this to, it didn't he didn't float in the air, but it reminded me just the overall entrance and the response that he got from the people inside of that gym or wherever they were at. Um, it reminded me of when Rucker Hauer walks into the prom. He walks into the gym on uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, and he pulls that sword out, and he's like, I'll have you big, split open like rotten fruit, or whatever the fuck he says. It, it reminds me of something like that, because I don't know about y'all, but even if it's a, if it's a, a horror comedy, or a straightforward horror, whatever it is, Dracula, if there's one thing Dracula, I, I, I want him to do, at some point, I don't know if it's going to be the first time we see him in the middle of the movie, towards the end of the movie, before his demise. Dracula has to make a grand entrance at some point. Uh, at some point in the movie, you have to have that. Even, you know, I know, I know a lot of people hate, um, you know, if we're talking, uh, you know, vampire and Dracula movies. I know a lot of people hate Dracula 2000. It's actually one of my favorite vampire movies. 
even Gerard Butler, who I'm not that big a fan of either, you know, outside of 300 and Dracula 2000 and Den of Thieves and maybe Law Abiding Citizen. Uh, I'm not the biggest Gerard Butler fan, but when Gerard Butler played Dracula, he was solid. But there's a sequence where he kills Sean Patrick Thomas in the airplane and he comes into the room and he he unveils himself in front of Omar Epps and Jennifer Esposito. And it is CG, but his like how 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 like withered down he is just blows away off his body. And he's like reborn into Gerard Butler. You know, I'm on the front cover of GQ magazine, Dracula. And that's the grand entrance that he makes in, in that movie. And it's fairly on in the in the first act of that movie when that happens. You always have to have Dracula strut his shit. Because Dracula, you know, he might not always be the flashiest character. But Dracula is one of the most uh, charismatic, you know, de- depending on what type of depiction you have. He's like one of the most charismatic like passionate movie monsters ever to grace the screen dracula is going to give you some you know like some he, i'm not gonna say he's he vogues but he gonna give you some rip the runway type of shit while he's talking shakespearean and putting you under a spell and then next to you know you're one of his henchmen type of thing that's what he does and they don't they're not straying away from that here they're just no they're letting us know what type of movie this is going to be and i'm not going to lie man this movie looks cool it does it doesn't look like the most epic thing i've ever seen but you know like i said i compared it to things like you know the properties of movie monsters and stuff like that that balance horror and humor and they add cg and gore i compared it to hansel and gretel witch hunters abraham lincoln vampire hunter um shit what was the other thing oh pride prejudice and zombies things like that and that's fine i i can have a good time with this man this is definitely um I don't know if this is coming out in the theater or not. This is not something I would go see in the theater. This is definitely something I would stream at home and get a commentary, first time watch commentary out to you guys. Um, cause I, cause I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the balance that they're pulling off here, man. And it doesn't look bad at all. I would definitely, um, eat my words in, in that sense. Um, but as far as like expectations, I just expect to be entertained. I don't know if, I don't expect this to be one of the best you know horror comedies i've ever seen absolutely not but if it is y'all know i have no problem eating my words and 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 letting you guys know and getting the feedback from y'all and getting the i told you so's and all that shit maybe if this is good enough i'll write nicholas cage an apology i don't think we'll take it that far because i feel like i feel like if this is good cool but you got to compensate for pig and jujitsu and bangkok dangerous and all this crazy ass shit really quickly people let's you know before we close this out because I want to be fair here as far as Nicolas Cage. Um, I just want to look at his track record for the last couple years. And I like, I am I crazy? I don't think I'm crazy. Um, let's see here. Pig was in 2021. Willie's Wonderland. Jiu-Jitsu. Um, Color of Space I have not seen. Let's see. Between Worlds, Mandy, I had mentioned that. Mom and Dad, I heard that was pretty fucking crazy. Um, Snowden, Doggy Dog. The Trust was actually really fucking good. That's a movie, if nobody has seen it, it's a movie with him and Elijah Wood. Please watch The Trust. I actually, I thought it was pretty decent. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I'm missing something here. He's got some movies coming up too. Um, Sympathy for the Devil. The retirement plan long legs i don't like long legs what the fuck is that is that going to be like where nicholas cage is a a man spider hybrid that is you know in search of his long lost cousin or something like that i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if it was but um 
we'll we'll see, man. We'll see what happens here, uh, and we'll see if you know Nicholas Cage is entertaining. Nicholas Holt definitely looks entertaining in this movie to watch, and let's hope that he has a decent enough supporting cast and you know a spectacle around him to make this as entertaining as it looks. But people. Y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie groups, The Horror Virus, and Movie Preview Review. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters. More trailer reactions, of course. More, uh, there's a, not a fan film, but there's a YouTube series I've got to get to. I think it's called Corpse Control. Somebody had asked me the other day, uh, actually somebody that was a part of uh, the, the making of that series. It's a YouTube series about two zombie exterminators, and I watched the trailer, and it actually looks pretty fucking good. So, uh, Corpse Control YouTube series commentary is coming up. I know that for sure, and I know I told you guys that if there's nothing I do this week, I have to, have to, have to get that commentary out for y'all for, um what is it every everything everywhere all at once that is like there's going to be 18 stars next to that on my watch list because i have to get that out there um and see if that movie is as crazy as it looks it looks like a combination of like office space operation endgame the belco experiment mixed with a little bit of i don't know some mutant other world multiverse type of stuff but you know i'm all for it i don't think i have to you know have an intox commentary for that unless it'll help somebody out there let me know um, let me know if an intoxic commentary is needed for that, because I'm definitely going to be on a hard liquor detox, um, this year sooner than later, man, uh, beer and all that type of shit, like, I'll still have a six pack for my intoxic commentaries, but the hard liquor, it's like, nah, my liver, um, my birthday weekend and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, definitely, you know, my liver, definitely, we had a conversation, you know, we had a, a, a really in-depth, productive conversation, and we, we agreed, we agreed that, uh, we, we just agreed, but um, intoxic commentaries will still be entertaining. The, the fucking episodes without it will be entertaining, man. That's not the problem. And hold up. I'm just I'm getting sidetracked here, people. Uh, this, that's how I know it's time to close it out, because I see Double Toasted just posted their review for Megan. And it's like, do I watch it? Are they going to spoil anything? But um, I don't think it's a spoiler review. How many people out there are going to see Megan, man? Let me know, because I'm definitely that's definitely something I'm going to review because PG-13 or not, it looks like a wild fucking ride. So I'll have a review out for that. Um for y'all as soon as I see it, and hopefully sooner than later, people. But y'all already know, man, the love and support y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.